Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 108, and my special guest, Amy Steele. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. You know, I'm so glad uh, you're here. We have lots to talk about. Mm -hmm. You know, you've been in the business over 15 years. Yes. So you've seen a lot of market cycles. Yes, I have. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. How have you survived market cycles and what's been your mental approach? And, you know, talk to us just about surviving the, the market ups and downs. Um, I was first licensed in California in 2005, mm -hmm. and so that was the up cycle going to, you know, the crash. Right. Um, of 08. Of 08. Of 08. I didn't do very well. I was starting to get my business started those first couple years, and then we moved to San Bernardino Mountains. Right. Um, which is a very niche market. So it's vacation homes, vacation rentals, um, you know, luxury properties. And so being up there, I was one of the youngest realtors. Mm -hmm. And so I had the technology behind me. I had a website. I was blogging consistently. Uh, consistently. We had Facebook that came about, I think, what, 2007, 2008. Right. And so people would find me that way online because they wanted a local realtor that would be able to explain to them the intricacies of right. buying a property in the mountains, which, you know, it's very different. We had a lot of you know, yeah, different things. things and unique things about buying a, a cabin. And most of the cabins right. 1920s, right. You know, they're very old. Um, Probably near national forest land. We, or, we were in a national forest, okay. San Bernardino Mountains or right. national forest. So yeah, there was other things. We have a fire season, you know, right. so you had, to, you had to know these kinds of things and having a local agent who lived there, um, really, right. it helped my business. And I did the best business ever, 2008, 2009, 2010. So you did your best business ever in one of the biggest downturns. In one of the biggest downturns, yes. By what I what I heard you say, you did that by being a hyper local expert in your neighbor in your area. Yes. Yes. You knew everything about that unique mm -hmm. uh, niche. Yeah. 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 Um, having a niche really will help you to overcome the you know the cycles. Right. Um, you can't be everything to everybody. Right. You can try, but it's going to run yourself ragged. You know, you can show out in Forney. You can show out in Weatherford. It's two hours apart from each other. Yeah. So what's the best use of your time? Yeah, you're going to run yourself ragged. So uh, so uh, up and down cycles, you've been persistent by, by basically having the deepest knowledge and the expertise of that local area. Mm -hmm. how, how are you today? Now, I know you want to serve, I think, 36 families this year by seller invest mm -hmm. in real estate. That's a pretty amazing goal. How do you go about finding and attracting those uh, folks that, that do business with you? Right now, the bulk of my business really is from past clients and referrals. Mm -hmm. um, I do pay for advertising, but my best leads really come from the people that I've already helped and the people that know me. Right. Um, also social media. I will put a video on Facebook and I have people mm -hmm. telling me, you know, weeks later, and I haven't done one for a couple weeks, and they'll say, hey, I saw your video the other day. It's like, really? Yeah. Okay, I did that a couple weeks ago, but yay! Yeah. I have a house, I have somebody that wants to buy a house. Can I give them your numbers? Like, yeah. Give me their numbers. <laughs> so what type of, do you do videos about the neighborhood, about community events? What, what are the videos? What's the content? How do you come up with it? Um, so this year, one of my goals was to be the digital mayor of my city. So I'm trying to do one video a week where I'm going around town and either videoing, doing pictures, and then um, doing a video about new developments or restaurants, um, just okay. driving around town. If I see something cool, hey, look at this. Um, I do live 
Facebook videos when I do open houses or mm -hmm. if I see something neat in a house I want to show people. Um, so I love it. You're, you're going to be the digital mayor, digital of, your, mayor. of your community. Trying to. <laughs> well, I serve my community. I'm on a couple of boards for the city uh -huh. and, you know, so I'm volunteering a lot and I want to tell people about what's going on with the city because right. hardly anybody goes to city council meetings. Right. And so if I go to them, then I will do a video explaining what happened or, you know, the highlights. Right. Um, or I'll just try and watch it afterwards and, you know, do a yeah. little blog about it. Yeah. So you're keeping people informed, mm -hmm. uh, making it fun, uh, and, and being a connector in mm -hmm. a sense. I, I call it being a connector. So wh what challenges have you faced and how have you overcome them? Uh, challenges, gosh. Um, well, I've had to restart my business several times mm -hmm. um, with having moved once moving from the valley to the mountains, mm -hmm. um, had you know restart everything, had to learn everything. There right. was such a disparity in houses down the mountain and up on right. the mountain, and then moving here to Texas. Right. So I'd been a realtor in California for seven years, but then I move out here and we have roofs that have major issues. We right. have tornadoes, which still freak me out. Right. I have right. nightmares about them. Right. Uh, you know, foundations, uh, mineral rights, those kinds of things we didn't have in California. We had earthquakes. Right. Um, you know, but we were in an area where we didn't really yeah. have a whole lot of issues with that. So, yeah. but yeah, so challenges are different having to start all over again. Yeah. So you obviously adapt very, very well. Is that something that comes naturally to you or, or something that you've learned and developed over time? I would say that's probably a lifetime skill that I've learned because right. I used to be very shy and introverted in high school, right. but I was kind of the friend to everybody. Everybody knew who right. I was. Um, and I just, I love to talk. I love to meet people. My husband drives him crazy. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I'll go to church and I'll be talking to people for 45 minutes right. before and after. And he's like, okay, we got to go. He's ready to go. <laughs> he's ready to let's, go. Let's go. Yeah. But I just, I love to talk to people, find out about themselves and their lives. Yeah. Have you, have you ever wanted to quit? Have you ever wanted to throw in the towel? Yes. <laughs> I have. And I'm being totally honest. And, and how did, tell us about that and how'd you get through it? You know, when it gets slow, either because I've had health issues right. or if I just got lazy, which I admit, right. um, you know, it, it takes time to get your pipeline full again. It takes time to overcome right. what you just went through. And if you're not being consistent, then, you know, it's going to take a while to get back to it. And there's times where I've been like, well, maybe I should just go go do title or sell right. new homes or right. get a W-2 job again. And, right. But I there you go. I, I persevered. Think, <laughs> yeah, persevered. I think there's a big uh, aha moment right there is consistency. What you said is if you're mm -hmm. not consistent, your pipeline dries up and, and you're basically starting over. Yeah. And, and so having that consistency, uh, I think, was a key uh, bit, of, bit of wisdom from you. Yeah, it's... It's hard to maintain consistency if you yeah. got a lot of stuff going on or yeah. if you're super busy right now, it's the spring selling season. So I'm still trying to carve out that time to still right. do the things that I need to do to keep the pipeline full. Yeah. How do you do it? Um, this year, one of my goals has been to maintain better relationships with my past clients. Okay, um, I readily admit there's some that have fallen by the wayside over the years. You know, just life happens. Right. Um, I had my mom live with us for a year, taking care of her. Um, basically, that whole year to me was a blur. And, you know, those people, right. it did become transactional at that point, which yeah. I 
you know, am embarrassed to admit. Yeah, you admit. Because I love my clients. Yeah. I really do. I love all my clients. And most of us have become friends. We hang out. Yeah. You know, we go do things together. So. Well, if you haven't watched last week's episode with Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, check that out. Kelly has the highest uh, percentage of past clients redoing business with her mm-hmm. of anyone in the brokerage. Nice. And so she would be a great uh, role model for any of us to follow because yeah. uh, she's perfected that system of consistency uh, with the past clients. Yeah. So, um, you know, we can all use a tip. Absolutely. And, and she provided some great ones in last week's uh, episode. So, uh, yeah. What advice, uh, if you were to think of, you know, we have a pretty broad audience here, what advice would you give folks from your experience? If if they were asking you about what Mm -hmm. to do, how to stay consistent, how to persevere in up and down markets, what would you, if we were just having coffee and I said, you know, I'm I'm struggling with my real estate business, what what would you advise me? Um, I'm a mentor with our brokerage so with all of my new agents I just tell them you need to get in front of people and you need to stay in front of people so how you do that you're not trying to push real estate into their face 24-7 just start calling people that you see on Facebook hey I just saw that you guys had a baby congratulations can I send you something Um, you know where would you like me to send it and just drop them a 10-15 gift card you know just you're thinking about them good friends you know not just random strangers (laughs) you just so happen to see trying to you know create that relationship but um, just really trying to be more authentic with the people that you already know that maybe have just fallen by the wayside a little yeah yeah, that's what I tell my mentees get in front of people let them know hey I'm here for you this is what I do right you know if you ever have questions you know, if you did have a real estate question, who would you be talking to? Who would you ask? Who's yeah. your first call? I would love to be your first call. Yeah, for sure. Now, obviously, you have a very successful business. You're doing well. You certainly don't need to be a mentor, uh, but you choose to do so. Mm-hmm. What, what, What's in your heart? What drives you to want to help folks that are learning this business, you know, learn it and succeed? Um, to be honest, it's fun. Really, okay, I okay. So you, you just enjoy it. You like it. It's fun. I really like helping to teach new agents a not to not to get sued. <laughs> right. Well, that's a good thing. Not to lose your license. That's a good thing. We like that. <laughs> There's quite a few. Well, when we do our um, you know our contracts class, it's like okay, guys, right. this is how this needs to be filled out. Right. Let's learn some negotiation while we're going through this, but right. don't put this here. Don't put that there because right. you're going to get sued. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. It you know real estate school really does not teach anything at all except how to pass the test well i think what real estate school teaches is how to protect uh the state laws and how to protect the consumer yes discrimination no and and it does absolutely uh, it 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 teaches them uh, which is the state's role is Mm -hmm. to protect the consumer and so it it teaches us how to um uh you know no anti-discrimination laws Mm -hmm. and and those kind of things but it, it really does nothing to teach you on Selling skills or or the business. The actual practical application of real estate and practicing. Yeah, for sure. Real estate practice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, good. Well, I know you have a a servant heart and your mentees love uh, working with you and and they're blessed to have you. Um, So as we wrap up again, any last words of wisdom for the audience? Um, Last words of wisdom. I would say just keep plugging along. Really, you need to be consistent. You have to be consistent. There's been times where I've been consistent and I've had very good results. 
and then it's like, oh, I've got a little pad in the in the bank account. I can kind of afford to do this and skate right. for a minute and don't just don't do it. Don't fall into that trap. Yeah. Um, Particularly as a self-employed yes. entrepreneur, mm -hmm. you know, your pipeline is everything. It is everything. Yeah. Especially during the lean months where there's an awful lot of buying and selling, you know, yeah. November, December, January. Right. If you don't have anything consistently going through, January, February, March is going to be very difficult for you. Yeah. So there you have it. Persistency, uh, consistency, you know, persistence, consistency, those those types of things. Well, I appreciate you coming in today. Thank you. And uh, such a joy to have you. And I know um, everyone's going to get great value from this episode. And we'll see you soon on another episode of Success Superstars. <laughs>